This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, Cajun Cannon, unfortunately, it is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, and we got nothing to be thankful for this game day after the black and gold go down hard in Atlanta, 24-15. Saints now 5-6 and six on the season. Atlanta also uh, has reached that mark, snapping their skid. They are also 5-6, and six, taking the lead in the NFC South. Well, um, if you look at it, it's the bad division. And everybody is in the middle of the pack or mediocre, uh, but we're not even in the middle of the pack. We're in the bottom of the pack. To not take advantage of this, I don't know, uh, you know, you know we need a bye week? We need a bye week now because everybody's freaking hurt. You know, like we had to buy, everyone wants to get healthy. Now we're going to play the Lions and you got uh, significant or key players that are banged up. No excuses. No, this is garbage. I mean, all I know is uh, you're not winning any games if you don't score in the red zone. You know, I would say you don't have to go five for five. Uh, can you go three for five? And what I mean by touchdowns. I'm not talking about field goals. Not making groupie uh, the player of the game. He had a chance to go six for six. But, uh, you know, to go 0-5 in the red zone, 0-1 uh, goal-to-go scenarios, no, it, 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 it's unacceptable. I mean, we have to wait and see what's going to happen. Uh, but you look at the Falcons, where they're at right now. You know, they didn't have no momentum. Uh, they had lost three straight. But, you know, uh, you can turn your season around quickly. Uh, now they're 3-0 and in the NFC South with a win. So you look at tiebreakers, what's going to come around, I still think. It's a, it's, a, it's a dim light. It's still a light at the end of the tunnel. It's dim. But I still think it's going to come down to the last game of the season in the Mercedes-Benz, I mean the Mercedes, in the Caesars Superdome, whoever wins that game is going to win the NFC South. I still think that. I'm still a little bit optimistic that that's how meaningful that game is going to come. So whether it's Atlanta hosting a playoff game or whether the Saints hosting a playoff game, doesn't mean you could do anything. You might get waxed like Tampa Bay got waxed last year by the Cowgirls, but you got to the postseason now. I don't think any moves would be made. I think truly for moves to be made, that you want the Saints to fall on their face. Uh, fall on their face. Now, if we don't do anything, I don't know how Dennis Allen uh, can stick around. But if you end up winning the NFC South and hosting the game, no, there ain't no changes. Now, you might change Sneaky Pete and the offensive coordinator, but Dennis Allen's not going nowhere. So Dennis Allen is playing for his job. What's going to occur against the Lions? What's going to occur on a schedule that is so favorable, you think on paper, how can we not win? But maybe uh, we're not even middle of the pack. Maybe we're at bottom of the pack. Who knows what's going to occur? I-, I don't know. All I know is playing in Atlanta. Now, th- not even looking at, um, you know, uh, th- not even looking at uh, the playoff games. You know, uh, we had a 54-53 to uh, 53 edge uh, 
Now, uh, we played 108 times, and it's now 54 to 54. So, again, flip a coin. Are we going to win? Uh, we might win. It's 50-50. And that's what occurred in 108 times we played. Now, it's very discouraging. We've had uh, Atlanta's number as of late. All we say this since 2006. We're 24 and 10 uh, since 2006 against the Dirty Birds. Now we're 24 and 11. We hadn't lost a game in the ATL since 2017. Well, we can't say that no more. And if you look at it uh, in games in Atlanta, boy, you know, you want to have an impressive road schedule. Uh, we're now we're 27 and 28. We're 27 and 27 uh, coming in, into this game. And we had one. Uh, we were looking to win seven straight in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, well, that got broken. Uh, we won six. Now, now we cannot say. So it's a lot of negative things uh, that transpired in this game. Uh, now, instincts, I think he's still an old man. But Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, I, I got to give him credit, coming away with two takeaways. Do you know uh, uh, the last 10 seasons, so a decade, He's second in the NFL, only behind everyone heard of Marcus Peters, right? Marcus Peters has 33 interceptions. Honey Badger has 32. He's second in the NFL. Now, I, I still think maybe there's a little more negative than positive, but he still has ball instincts. In the old days, maybe when he intercepts that ball, it's like a punt return, like when he played for LSU or whatever, and he takes it to the house. Kind of like uh, the Falcons took it to the house. But th that was an open field. He, he should have a, a pick six in that regard uh, when that came about. But looking at, um, like I said, you can look at the total yards and all that. But uh, you know where we're not good? And this is one thing we can hang our hat on. We were amongst the best third down defense. Well, not today. We gave up 50%. They were four of eight. And... Um, that's one area, you know, we take away the football. We have to excel in, uh, but we are not good in that area on third down. Uh, like I mentioned before, the red zone, no, you, you got to score. Uh, I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but you can't be 0 for 5. Uh, and how about Atlanta running the ball? I don't know. Uh, do, you, do you think we could stop Atlanta from rushing? All I know is they average five and a half yards a run in the first half. Well, when the game ended, they averaged 5.6. So basically, uh, they were right at uh, uh, five and a half yards. Uh, uh, okay, well, let's get rid of David on Yamada and Shai Tuttle. That's why we can't stop the run. Uh, what? Uh, well, they, they averaged five and a half yards, 5.6 yards of carry, and they get 228 total yards. They thought, you know what? We can run against the Saints. Uh, they ain't stopping us. Now, we finally was keeping pace a little bit because we ended up averaging 5.3 uh, we had 148 uh, total yards. But I look in the first half, how the tone was set. We averaged what we average uh, normally during, like, low, like 2.8, 3.2. We averaged 2.8 in the first half, and they were at uh, five and a half yards total, like I said. Now, turnover margin, I think the way we're playing, we have to be opportunistic. Uh, now, we were zero. One minus, one negative, I mean, one positive. So we end up being zero in the turnover margin. Now we uh, plus six for the season. Uh, uh, you look, uh, when, I, when I look at like the turnovers, okay, the interception, there's different kind of interceptions. Uh, if an interception occurs in the red zone 
and you're about to score because that's points off the board, whether you're kicking a field goal or a touchdown, and then you give up a touchdown, uh, a pick six. No, you, you want to talk about the, the momentum and, and how uh, the game swings. I mean, uh, you cannot have that. Now, uh, I thought the difference in the game, and you know I love Taysom Hill. I love Taysom Hill. But for some reason, he's had outstanding games. Uh, uh, it's a big sample size, uh, 12 career games. Now, 13 career games against Atlanta, he's done well. He had 81 total yards today. But you know one thing he's always done? He has fumbled against the damn Falcons. Taysom Hill has fumbled against the Falcons. The score, it was two seconds left in the third quarter. The score was 14-9. to It looks like, well, we're going to get a touchdown. You know, you say automatic extra point. We're going to be up 16-14. Uh, to 14. Not so fast. Uh, momentum change. So when I look at when that occurred, I said, Steve, that's not good. Uh, the way the, this game is flowing, uh, I knew we'd be behind the eight ball uh, when that occurred. I, I'm looking at Alvin Kamara. He ended up with 119 total yards. He finally had a good average running the football at 4.6. Taysom was at uh, 3.7. Taysom was kind of like feast or famine when he was running the ball. Like he had those like 10-yard bursts and runs, but he ran the ball seven times. So now we have two losses. Uh, we don't just have one loss. So it's, it's either 17-2 and two or 18-2 and two now when Taysom Hill runs the ball uh, seven yards or more. Now, uh, Chris Olave. Then it seemed like Chris Olave was getting off. Okay, but that was in the first half, and then, I don't know, they knocked him out. Uh, I mean, he went out of bounds. Uh, I guess he hit the ground too hard. I mean, uh, stuff like that happens. I mean, he had seven catches, 114 yards in the first half. Well, he ended up with seven catches, 114 yards for the game. That's a good game, but he had that in the first half. Uh, Taysom Hill caught a couple of balls, 55 yards. Uh, Alvin Kamara, like I said, not only as a running back, getting 69 yards, but he had four catches for uh, uh, 50 yards. Now, B.J. B. John Robinson, when you could kind of compare him to Alvin Kamara and you look at the production, well, they kind of canceled themselves out. Kamara had 119 total yards. Uh, Robinson had 123 total yards, but he averaged almost six yards a carry, and he had uh, 32 yards also receiving. To me, it's not like Desmond Ritter won the game for him. I mean, he had a touchdown, the two interceptions. He had a quarterback rating of 63. Derek Carr had, had a quarterback rating of 77. So there's nothing to write home about in, in that area. You know, the one thing that I've noticed, um, I think Induce mentions this, is do we tackle good enough a lot of times? Seems like we struggle. We need to do a better job of tackling. I mean, I, I, look, Carl Granison led the team with 10 total tackles. Uh, Pete Werner had eight. Marcus May had eight. Um, but, you know, it's like nothing. It should be a linebacker or, or your linebacker. And, you know, Pete Werner ended up having eight total tackles, seven unassisted. But it doesn't seem like uh, that we have any significant uh, playmakers. The guy that was a playmaker for them, and uh, Steve, I had mentioned this before uh, the game, that uh, Bates. Remember I told you about that cat, Jesse Bates, for them, and uh, uh, money well spent? I was going to say he got paid big bucks, but it's turning out to be, like you said, a wise investment. Well, uh, look at him. 
he came into the game, had a season-high 13 tackles uh, before the bye. Uh, and that was his third game, 10-plus tackles. Well, you know what he did today? He had 12. He had 12 total tackles, a pick six, a forced fumble. Uh, you know, they were doing the peanut uh, Tillman punching it out. Look, we were lucky when Derek Carr phone. Remember how we got that ball? Who landed on that? Jawan Johnson? It was it? Who, who, no, it was uh, A.T. Uh, AT Perry. Perry. Right. A.T. Perry recovered that fumble. That's luck. I mean, we got to protect the football more. But um, a very frustrating loss, to say the least. Now, does anybody think after Detroit next week that it's the NFL, we're going to be 6-6? Six and six? I think the odds are, even though we're playing at home, we'll probably be 5-7. and seven. Then you're really behind the eight ball. And it puts a lot of pressure on the organization. But this is a game to control what you need to do in the NFC South. I said this in the pregame. You know, if the Saints beat Atlanta, and I thought Tampa Bay was going to lose to the Colts. Didn't that happen? That happened. Okay, so the Saints beat Atlanta. Tampa Bay lose to the Colts. Uh, you'd have a two-game lead in the NFC South uh, with six games remaining. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> the, the Saints don't know how to be prosperous. They don't know how to succeed. Now, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, we want to cause all the hood that nation an ulcer. I mean, uh, okay, but we're going to be stressed out. But uh, a very disappointing performance because do you think Atlanta is really – I mean, I, I think right now I would say Atlanta's kind of middle of the pack. We're not even in the middle of the pack. But that's why you can't say, oh, well, look at Atlanta. They're turning the corner maybe. No. You don't view Atlanta like the 49ers, the Eagles, or the dreaded Cowgirls. No. You don't view them that way. And that's what's so discouraging uh, where we're at right now. You know what else? Um, okay, coming into the game, you, you know how many sacks we had? 18. Uh, how many sacks we had today? Uh, one or zero? I think we had zero, Steve. Uh, I thought we had one. Uh, by who? By who? Who had a sack? I don't think we had a sack. Tell me. No, you're right. Who we're, had a sack? Nobody we're the, had it. You're right. It was the other way around. Derek Carr was sacked once. Yeah, Derek <laughs> uh, was sacked by some Ikabikitai. I don't know. I didn't even say his name. No, Derek Carr was sacked. We didn't even sack. We didn't even sack Ritter. No. I mean, I'm looking at Ritter. He he is what he is. Uh, you can't say, uh, oh, well, we had a good performance. We hung in there like with Pat Mahomes or something. No, uh, very disappointing. And um, I'm telling you, the key to the game, and you know I, I, I love Taysom Hill. I love me some Taysom Hill. That fumble. That fumble. <laughs> it occurred. We had the momentum. We're going to go up 16 to 14, uh, not so fast. And really it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, when that is two seconds left in the third quarter, that's when that occurred, and uh, just very, uh, just very disheartening. It, it, it was it was a discouraging loss because it's not like you're playing your rival, and they're like the 49ers or the Eagles. The Falcons aren't that good, but maybe we're not that good. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to be honest and keep it real. Where we're at right now, the NFC South is the NFC South. Uh, look, uh, Tampa Bay lose, Carolina lose. No, it's good. It's good. Is it going to be the same song and dance like last year? Maybe this might happen. Uh, didn't Tampa Bay win the NFC South with a losing record, eight and nine? So I can tell you right now, the NFL got to get this right in the future because you play NFC, AFC, and all that. 
If you have a losing record, you ain't hosting no damn playoff game. So to me, let's no say— No matter if you're the division winner or not. No matter what. Go by records. To me, like, for instance, whoever wins the NFC side of day 8-9 and nine, and the other team— You has should a, be the visitor. Yes. I mean, isn't that like uh, to reward a winner? So uh, you, uh, so we won our division. We should host a game. Why? You had a losing record. I mean, it's, it's like even when the NFC East was the NFC least. Remember a few years ago? No, you shouldn't be hosting nothing. Now, uh, now, if, if you're the Saints and we host a playoff game, the organization wants that. But, but to me, if you fair and truly, truly competitive spirit, that uh, you, you should be rewarded if you win to host a playoff game. Not like Tampa Bay last year. They were 8-9 and nine and they host the game and they got waxed by the Cowgirls. Come on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.